sermon this morning is Romans 6. So let's read that verse once again. I pray that you may be active in sharing your faith so that you will have a full understanding of every good thing we have from the Spirit. Let's pray. was a runaway slave from Colossae, actually that's the Greek letter, Colossae, and he had made his way to Rome, run away there, wanted to hide in, blend in, leave the city, no one would know, there was no internet, there was no social insurance number, there was no identification, he could hide, in fact, their story is a story of a runaway slave who actually became a magistrate. Later, only later was it discovered that he was a runaway slave. And there's something a lot of runaway slaves did. They ran far away and tried to blend in. Now, from verse 18, we also see that this thief had stolen some money from Philemon, his owner. Now, while he was in Rome, in some way or form, he became a Christian. Onesimus appeared to have been a gifted man. He was obviously valued by his owner, Philemon, valued to such a degree that he actually would have entrusted with money. And when he became a Christian, those gifts that he had were used for Paul, and Paul valued them greatly. But Onesimus was burdened by a secret.
friend of mine. I know him well. I call up the church. I actually meet in their home.
that were called to bind the Spirit of God. The evil teachers that had been sent by Christian altercations with the Jews. See, I've helped many of you better men get me better teaching.
about to be confronted by an issue that is fatal. He knows that he is going to be confronted by a challenge to his faith and to the living out of his faith, and he brings him before the Lord in prayer.
that faith that he already had will grow and that it will develop and increase more and more. That coming to faith is conversion. It's not just simply an event. It isn't something that happens once and you're done. No, it's something that marks your life. Every year you grow in faith and every year you look back on yourself and say, I don't recognize who I was before. The Lord has changed me so much. I wouldn't want to be the person I was. Sometimes we have that in life. We, we long for the days of high school or the glory days. But faith cannot be that way. Oh, I wish it was the way it was back then. No. You look back and you say, I would hate to be that person small I was, how I didn't know the Lord as I know Him today. And as faith grows, you recognize that God changes and you grow in faith. It's not just a prayer that we, we make for others. We make it for ourselves. Examine yourself. Examine yourselves as you make that prayer for others. And then make it a prayer that you make for yourself as well. Do you know Christ? Do you know what He did for you? All those promises that were made to you in your baptism are they yours? Do you, do you take hold of them? Do you pray that others will take hold of those promises?
comes up is the ultimate expression of Christian faith. Because we attend our Christmas traditions like the sign of the cross. But what happens is it ends there. The focus of the gospel is simply my personal faith. And what happens is that everything else is secondary. In fact, the church becomes seen as something which tries to stifle that relationship. It's something that that tries to conform it. It's an optional human institution. It's external religiosity that tries to conform just personal faith. Love has given me great joy and encouragement to you, brother, to refresh the heart of 
love. Uh, he says this to us, faith expresses itself in love. When you express your faith in love, you have understood the gospel. James says it, if you don't love your brother, you say you love God, you hate your brother, you're a liar. You actually don't love God. Please rise.